You're listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe, and I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Jim Simcoe, Epic Living Podcast. I have no idea what episode this is, but I'm excited to talk to you guys today. I hope you guys are doing well. It's another beautiful day in, here in San Diego. I must sound like a broken record every time I say that because basically in San Diego, the weather doesn't ever really change. It's always usually nice. Um, last week it was actually a tiny bit windy and I actually looked up on weather.com to see if some storm was coming or something. Cause I think the wind was like, I don't know, four miles an hour. So anyway, I've become a complete weather, uh, wimp since moving from Boston to San Diego, Boston, you know, like if it was like 30 mile, 40 mile an hour winds, yeah, we would say, okay, cool. Good day to go to the beach. Good day to go surf. Anyway, <clears throat> today's podcast is all about how to be a rock star. So how to be a rock star at something. And I was inspired to do this podcast because for some crazy reason, I was listening to Kid Rock and Nickelback earlier today for some just very strange reason because I don't really like Nickelback at all. And I'm somewhat, uh, somewhat embarrassed to even say that out loud. I'm sure they're wonderful guys. I really do think that they're wonderful guys. They look like wonderful dudes, but, uh, you know, as anyone who knows me knows that I'm a Chili Peppers guy and a Beastie Boys and hip hop guy. And I don't know how I got to listen to Nickelback, but anyway, enough about that. So I started thinking about how to be a rock star. Cause I was thinking of the song rock stars, the song rock star, which, you know, the lyrics are horrible, but it's got kind of a catchy, catchy tune to it. Maybe that's why they're popular. It's, uh, it's a little bit catchy. Anyway, I digress <clears throat> how to be a rock star and stuff. And so when you think about someone who is a rock star, you know, we all have these people in our lives where like, you look at them and you're like, man, that dude is just a rock star at this. Um, I've got a friend that I play basketball with, his name is Scott. And that dude is just a rock star basketball player. He's just the best guy on the court whenever we play, no matter where. Um, I played hoop with him. He's just the best guy by leaps and bounds of everyone else and just walks around. Um, and you look at him and you're like, all right, that dude is a rock star at hoop. He's just the rock star on the court. So we all want to be a rock star at something, right? I mean, like, let's... Um, let's, for the sake of this podcast, we'll put aside the saving the world and, uh, everything else and just really admit that, Hey, we all want to be rock stars. I mean, I do but definitely. And I, and I hope that you do too. So, and to really be a rock star at something, you need three things. First thing is you need belief in yourself. You know, we've talked about this before. You really got to believe in yourself. You really have to believe that you deserve it and that you are worth it and that, um, you know, you deserve to be a rock star. The second thing you need is you need confidence. You need to be able to believe that you can do it. Confidence a lot of times comes from effort and activity and training, sweat and tears that you've put into something. We'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. <clears throat> and the third thing you need, you need flexibility. And by being flexible, I mean like you got to know um, when it's time to change it up, when it's time to go in a different direction, when it's time to keep going with what, you know, what you're doing before. You just have to be flexible and stuff. I don't think anybody who is truly a rock star at anything is, is, uh, does it without being flexible. So, um, a couple of things about being a rock star. The very first thing is, is like to really be a rock star, you need, need to be able to find your niche. So what is your niche? What is the one thing that you can master where you'll be better than anybody else in that field? And, you know, for me, <clears throat> one of you know, and I, uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to be pretty good at some to certain things in my life. And one of them is, is that in terms of, coaching people or inspiring people, I really do believe that I'm really, really good at that. And like, I just feel like, 
there isn't anybody, um, you know, whether they're famous or not, that I feel like could be a better coach than I am. I've seen people that I've worked with and they've just gone on to do just wonderful, wonderful things. So I think inspiring people, you know, giving great speeches, that sort of thing is just a gift I have, a gift that God gave me that I've also worked really hard at. <clears throat> so for me, that's been my niche. Your niche might be something else. It might be building great teams or it might be playing guitar or maybe it's, you know, being the world's best software engineer, whatever it is, best yoga teacher, <clears throat> whatever it is, got to find your niche and be, and really understand what that niche is and get locked into that niche. The next thing is you got to be able to make an active choice. So you need to be, make an active choice to say, look, I'm going to be a rock star at this. I'm going to be a rock star at building teams. I'm going to be a rock star at coaching people. I'm going to be a rock star at playing guitar. I'm going to be a rock star at surfing. I'm going to be a rock star at yoga, whatever your thing is make an active choice. And I feel like <clears throat> this is such an important one for people because I feel like when you're able to make an active choice on something, that's really when you start the momentum. So instead of like um, saying, wow, God, I wish I was good at this. Or I wish I was good at that, blah, 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 blah. You know, when you say, look, like I'm going to be awesome at this. This is what I'm choosing to be. I'm going to be a rock star at this thing. It sets in motion a bunch of different things in your life and really gives you uh, addition, additional inspiration, additional confidence, and additional motivation to get it going. And it really starts your momentum. So it's really like kind of pushing the rock down the hill, kind of gets everything rolling. The next thing to do to be a rock star is to really, once you've found your niche and you've made an active choice, is to find your fans and really love them up. So if you've never read A Thousand Fans, you should read that. I think it's Kevin Kelly. I'll put it in the show links. It's a great article about finding true fans. Uh, Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard is also another good one. Um, but find your fans. So like, you know, who loves you? You know, family, friends, close friends, Facebook, social media friends, whoever it is. Find out who loves you, who supports you no matter what, who would be there for you no matter what you did, no matter what you tried. Um, and who can you say or try anything with and they'll give you honest, constructive feedback and, and will probably like it. Like, so <clears throat> I'll give you a perfect example of this is that there's a woman, uh, you know, outside of my, you know, super close friends and family that I see on a regular basis who live near me or, or, you know, that I talk to on a daily basis. I, I have a good friend named Leslie, Leslie Gatnow, who used to work for me uh, a long time ago in San Diego. Uh, she lives in Los Angeles now and she's become a good friend and she's, you know, she's a, she's a good friend, but I mean, I never see the one, you know, I almost never see her but I do see her on Facebook and she responds to stuff on there. And like, I know Leslie is a champion of mine. I know she likes what I write. And I don't know that, you know, like if I sent her, a, you know, a draft of a book that I'm working on, that she'd give me great uh, feedback and would really be supportive of me. And, and, you know, so to me, she's a great example of someone who's in my corner. So if you think of a raving fan of yours, there's somebody who's in your corner willing to support you. And, and Leslie, I love you. And even though I never see you and even though, you know, we never hang out. I'm so happy to have you on my side. It's so nice to know when you've got somebody on your side. So really important for you to find your fans and know who they are, love them up and make sure that, you know, you're in contact with them and that you're getting honest uh, feedback from them. Um, so the next thing you need to do when you're, when you choose to be a rock star at something is that you really, man, you got to grind, you got to grind, 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 grind. You got to grind, sleep, rinse and repeat and do it every day. Whatever your craft is, whatever you are trying to do, just know that your passion <clears throat> is only going to take you so far. You're going to throw a ton of work 
an effort at it. And I'll give you an example. You know, I'm in the process of uh, uh, working on my first book, which, you know, when I first started thinking about writing a book, I thought, well, God, I'm so passionate about this topic. I'm so passionate about this topic about helping people lead epic lives. Like this book will just pour out of me. It'll be so easy. I'll be so excited about doing it. And I got to say, you know, there have been times when it's been very easy and times when it's been, you know, it's just fantastic and super easy to do. But a lot of times it's hard work. I mean, it's hard work. And, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, working full time. And then I also have, you know, know, full time family. You know, I was telling someone the other day, like I get home at 530 and, you know, my second, uh, my second day begins because that's when I'm with my family and my kids and my wife and my dogs and the cats, blah, 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 blah. So I got a bunch of stuff going on there too. So what I've been doing is I've been waking up earlier and writing in the morning or coming in, you know, coming into work early and writing here. And then writing late at night when I can. And, and sometimes I don't feel like doing it, but I force myself to do it. And I grind, you know, just grind it out because I believe so strongly in the message that I'm, you know, that I'm working on. So you have to be able to grind. You got to be willing to do it. And what I will tell you is, is like um, one of the best books I've ever read about this was a book called, it's a book called Daily Rituals. And I highly recommend you get it. And I'll put it in the show notes, but it's called Daily Rituals. <clears throat> and it's basically the creative habits and routines of famous artists writers, painters, what have you. And it's, it is freaking fantastic. And it talks like about Ernest Hemingway and Saul Bellow and Picasso and Thomas Wolfe. There's probably 300 different artists in there that it goes through. And it's just, just awesome. Like for example, the, the very famous painter, Francis Bacon, uh, had a very hedonistic lifestyle. Like he basically ate multiple rich meals a day, took a ton of drugs, ton of stimulants, ton of caffeine, would go out drinking and partying and crowsing every night, but he still would go in his studio the next morning and paint. And he'd paint for several hours every single day. It wouldn't matter how hungover he was or, you know, if he hadn't gotten any sleep or whatever it was, but, you know, he just always did it. He can, he conditioned himself and had that discipline like that, you know, like no matter what was going to happen in his life, he was going to do that. You know, Thomas Wolfe, who was really tall, I think he was like 6'6", six, the six, guy who wrote Bonfire of the Vanities, um, he used to write standing up on top of his refrigerator. Uh, I'm sorry, he used to stand up on a box on top of a, and write on top of his refrigerator in longhand because he couldn't find a desk that fit him. So he would do that. And uh, he also had a weird, really weird habit where he'd have to like, like sort of fondle himself because it would like, uh, get his mental creativity going, which I don't know. I find that's kind of nuts, but you know, Hey, whatever Joe. Uh, um, and like, you might say, well, look, I've got a busy life. I've got a full-time job. I've got kids. You know, how do I, how do I be a rock star or something if I don't have time to do it? And I'll tell you that, uh, Joseph Heller, the guy who wrote, um, uh, catch 22, he, he did it. Um, in, you know, a very, very, very busy guy and a full-time job as an advertising executive. Um, and so he wrote at night. And so he wrote two to three hours at night after his job. And that was just like his thing. So he would write at night and that's the way he would do stuff. So, you know, there's a way to fit it in. If you believe in it and you're passionate about it, then you'll be able to grind it up. But you got to make the choice to grind and you got to be willing to do it. And, And, you know, that's the thing. I think that's the thing about being a rock star is there's so many people who want to be rock stars, but they don't want to put the work in. So if you choose to put the work in, man, you'll be able to do it. Um, the last thing I think about this is that <clears throat> you've got to actively dream about being a rock star. 
and about being the best at something. You have to, you got to obsess about it. You got to think about it all the time. You really, it's got to be at the forefront of your brain a lot of the time. And, and I think that that's why so many of these art, uh, these artists um, out there were so great. It was like, it's all they thought about. It's all they, you know, almost all everything that they did was around this and they chose to be a rock star. And I'm not saying you need to, you know, uh, forget about your family and forget about other people in your life and forget about other things that are important, but this needs to be top of mind for you. Whatever your thing is, uh, it doesn't matter what it is, but whatever you choose it to be, you got to really obsess about it. You really got to want to make it happen. Like you need to think about it the way people think about like CrossFit or having a new puppy. I mean, have you ever met someone who does CrossFit and who hasn't told you about their workout that day and, and posted on Facebook what that workout is like people who do CrossFit are obsessed with it. Like, and I know this because I do CrossFit and I talk about it all the time and God knows I'm not that good at it, but I talk about it a ton. I post on Facebook about it a ton. My friends who don't do CrossFit are probably like, dude, shut the hell up. Like stop talking about CrossFit. But anybody who does CrossFit talks about it because they're obsessed about it. Like me, we're obsessed about it. I'm literally sitting here recording this podcast in a CrossFit t-shirt. Um, and, and, and I'm recording this podcast talking about CrossFit, wearing a CrossFit t-shirt. The next thing I'm going to after I'm done recording is a CrossFit class. So you have to obsess about your rock star thing. It's kind of like, it's also kind of like having a puppy, right? Have you ever had met someone who had a puppy? Jesus, like those people, all they do is talk about their puppy. And like, you got to show, you know, you got to show everyone pictures of your, of your new puppy. So you got to treat this like that. And you got to like actively dream about it and, and obsess over it and really get, uh, get down deep in the weeds with it and really be thinking about it a lot of time. You know, and, and you know, it's a, a final thought about being a rock star because it's going to be a really quick podcast. Cause like I said, I'm going across it right now is, you know, like, look, if Nickelback can be rock stars, so can you. Okay. You just got to pick your one thing, figure out what your one thing is and go balls to the wall on it, obsess about it, grind all day on it when you can, you know, work your ass on it. Um, find your fans, love them up, get their feedback, find out what they like, what they don't like, you know, and, and make sure you know what your niche is and make an active choice to say, like, I'm going to be a rock star. And, and, and really, um, I think that's the biggest thing is you got to be able to choose. You got to say like, look, man, I am going to be a rock star at this. And so I'll leave you with that because I'm on my way to my CrossFit class. I hope you have a fantastic day. And uh, as always, email me with questions, Jim at Epic All Day. Thanks for checking out the podcast and email me. And let me know what you're going to be a rock star at. I'm curious or, or hit me up on Twitter at jimsimco.com or excuse me, at, uh, at jimsimco and tell me what you want to be a rock star at. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you want more information, check out my website at jimsimco.com, J-I-M-S-I-M as in Mary, C-O-E.com for more updates and some free guides to help you make your life epic. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.